Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, it's Jackie Cation And you are listening to The Dork Forest The website's JackieCation.com DorkForest.com TheDorkForest.com if you like a determiner Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio and video. Vilmos works on JackieCation.com. And Mike Rickberg uh, sang the song with his wife, Sarah. He composed it, and he will sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of this show. Thank you so much for listening to The Dorks Forest. Here's a scoop. I'm doing stand-up online. A lot of Zoom shows will eventually go back on the road. Sign up for my email list. It's easy to get off. It's harder to get on than it is to get off. And no harm, no foul. If ever bored, JackieCasia.com, sign up for the email list. You'll find out about my weekly Zoom shows and stand up on the road eventually. You may donate to the show if you would like. I would like. Sure, I would. There's PayPal, Jackie at JackieCasia.com, and there is a PayPal button on both ZorkForest.com and JackieCasia.com, and there's Venmo, if you like Venmo, Jackie-Cation, oddly enough. If you have listened to all of the shows, go to dorkforest.bandcamp.com, I think. The Dork Forest has a Bandcamp page. You can listen to a, but a lot of ones that are free from pre 2000 nine when I started pre-recording and uh, then there's uh, live episodes that cost me a couple of bucks so I charge you a couple of bucks there's also some stand-up there's a story uh, album that's very exciting there and um, other than that I have a lot of merch in my garage feel free to order if you know anybody who doesn't have any CDs or the DVD and uh, you can follow me everywhere at Jackie Cation let's get into the show Hey, I'm Jackie Cation, and I am in my living room, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not in my living room. I've lied to you again. I'm in my garage. Uh, that's where things are happening now. It's raining outside. Los Angeles has, has gone into lockdown. My new dog is like, why are we out of doors? What's happening? And, uh, <laughs> and with me is uh, LA Comic and uh, Tour de Force. What the heck? Let's just give everybody credits. Wow. My my father has always encouraged these dynamo. things. Dynamo. He's a dynamo. It's it's yeah. uh, Chris Fleming, you guys. Chris Fleming, welcome hey, to the program. The Dork Forest. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. And thank you for making such a clear beginning of the podcast. Usually people have a very slippery way of of starting them. You know, you get That's like mic'd in the driveway when you walk up, you know? And then, <laughs> and it's yeah. like you don't know. There's like a minute and a half of, hey, don't forget to donate, folks, and there's merch. <laughs> uh, and then we get into this. And then, and then, like and then a we story get to- about climbing under your porch and stuff, and I don't know <laughs> if I'm supposed to laugh or not. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. That's the the the, the intro riffing. Nobody needs that. Uh, the Dork well, Forest, people, I want to find out people, what you're... What you want to do? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think you're glitch. I'm glitching a little bit. My okay. Say, say, say that Might one more be me. time. Are you? Do, do, do you have an unstable internet? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it is. But I think but I think it's great. I can I can totally see and hear you. Chris Fleming, by the way, stand up comic. It's at Chris Fleming. Chris Fle- is it Fleming Fleming on Instagram? It's that's exactly right. At Chris and Fleming. At Fleming. Chris Fleming because of hilarity on uh, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and no, I think a banker took at Chris Fleming on Twitter in 2011, <laughs> so I had to um, go to that. Yeah, yeah. watch this banker. <laughs> Lateral move, done. So yeah. you have a, you have a live stream show on March 23rd called Through the Baleen, which is that uh, which is that thing with whales. Yeah, it's like their hair teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And 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 it's it takes place inside the belly of a whale, Jackie. Yeah. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah. I'm well, I'm doing these uh, these virtual shows. They're so. Um, they're so grim, you know. So I, 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 I just, I did one of my first one. I decided to take place in like kind of like a Kate Bush type forest, like this kind of whimsical forest. Even though, I, yeah. And then, um, and then this next one, I thought, you know, inside a belly of a whale. And the third one I'm going to do, if if quarantine continues, is it's gonna it's gonna be called Chris Fleming stuck in a fence, and I'm just gonna be stuck in a fence. I think completely, like almost just like your a Winnie head the Pooh. in between sort of the fence. No, I posts? imagine my body all akimbo, kind of just oh, like interesting. And people come visit, you know, different, you know, and it, that that I think will be the the third the third iteration of my um of my live stream. I think so, it's yeah. great. Uh, Thank he, you. Here's a story that has nothing to do with any of that. Kevin <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Kevin Grady, our neighbor kid, when we were little, uh, stuck. He <laughs> okay. said, "I could fit my head between these two fence posts," and that's what I pictured. <laughs> Because he stuck his head between those two fence posts. And then yeah, we had how long to call the there? A fire department. Fire department. Yeah. As you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did it do damage to Kevin's frontal cortex or uh, uh, occipital Kevin lobe? I, I don't know. He was working with a full deck uh, right away then. He was an eight-year-old boy. So I think... Uh, he sounds the, like one of those kids that wears shorts year-round, Kevin Grady. Uh, Kevin Grady? I don't... I don't think so, but I was, uh, I did have a, I had a cousin named Joel, Joel Mushatowski, who used to do something. Ooh. Speaking of goofball, uh, <laughs> young, young boys, he used to love it yeah. when my older brothers would pick him up and throw him against a wall. <laughs> okay. <That's> the- <laughs> I have no idea what Joel Mushatowski's doing these days. He's easily in his forties. What year um, was this? Right here. He 12th was- century. He had to be the seventies. Seventies. Okay. Yeah. Getting thrown against a wall. Was that his way of kind of submitting to alpha males to uh, be uh, part of the culture? Very possibly. Very. He also, maybe he just loved all-star wrestling. We don't know. We don't know why. <laughs> he loved um, being a victim, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I will say, what, so live stream, how are they going to see this? This you in the, in, through the baleen? Do they have to find a whale and sort of tune to that? No, there's there's a Zoom link. They, the, uh, there's no work on the audience part. They don't have to go anywhere. Oh. I am I am in the belly of the world. That will be the location. That's of the set. excellent. That's the, excellent. Yeah, no, I, I can't ask. That's a good idea though to ask more of People the audience. People to find a waterfront, and then <laughs> yeah. if you could turn your computer on. But so it'll yeah. just be a Zoom link that they can find on your on your uh, on, on your Twitter or something. That's exactly right. If 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 I'm as organized as I'd like to be, I would have that uh, in my bio um, for either Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> I, but I can't imagine I do yet. So um, feel but, free but to Google it, out. you guys, because it's going to be a week from today. A week from today, my, the Zoom show live yeah. through the uh, live stream through the Baleen. My mom sent me a link uh, asking if this was the link to tickets to send to her friends, and it was certainly like a like a virus link. Like I, oh. she found something that was not uh, at all what <laughs> what my show yeah. is. Yeah, so, find Chris yeah. himself and go, "Hey, man, <laughs> where is it?" Because I, you know, I do a show every Sunday, a uh, uh, Sunday comedy services. Do you? Yeah, yeah, just a Zoom show where I work on my new album, and the only way people can find out. Is um is to either be on my email list, jackiecation.com, easier to get off than it is to get on, Rangers. <laughs> or if they um if they like see it on Instagram, the poster, 
Yeah. Because because right. uh, I do it the hard way. I don't have a ticket link. I just do. Um, you just Venmo? Venmo me something like five dollars, and then I the send middle, you man. five. And then I send you a link, and then. Um, or PayPal, because some people are international, and That's they don't right. have the Venmo. But That's uh, right. Chris, we've really we've eaten up about five minutes of your dorkout time. Let's can get ask, to it. Yeah. Can I ask you one more question about? Please. You're such a great stand-up comedian. When, when you, I mean, I'm sure people have asked you this, and I don't mean to, I don't mean to uh, get it too in the weeds. But do you find the Zoom shows to be bone chilling? Mm. No. No, no uh, I found Minot, North Dakota in 1995, bone chilling. Uh, I found Rosemont, Illinois last, I think it was December on a Wednesday. That was bone chilling. Okay. <laughs> some, yes. people, some people are like, Zoom shows aren't real. And I was like, have you been to Victorville? <laughs> Arguably also not real. Uh, just going to tell jokes. Hope people like it. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Uh, do you mute yeah, yeah. them? Do you mute them or do you? I don't. I don't mute them. Uh, mm-hmm. I tell them to mute themselves if they're doing dishes or they, uh, and I say that I, that I might mute them or sometimes Andy, my husband will, will run tech. I said, mm-hmm. if you don't know how loud you are, mm-hmm. you might be muted, but don't take it personally. You just forgot <laughs> oh. that you had the TV on while you were watching my stand-up comedy show. Yeah, which yeah. is a lot and not un- unusual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or if you have like a loud husband or something. Dogs, yeah. kids. Yeah, right. Uh, I live in Van Nuys, which is uh, a great oh, wow. place to learn how to be a helicopter pilot. It turns I got out right now. Trained there, <laughs> trained there in tutoring in 2011 okay. for SAT tutoring. Yeah, by a very corrupt company in like a. Very... It wasn't my people, was it? Were were, were they Armenians? <laughs> very Irish. No, this man was very Irish. Oh, those yeah. are my other people. I'm half Irish and half oh, Armenian. There we go. <laughs> there we okay. go. Yeah. Uh, the joke is that I was genetically modified to pick up a rock on someone else's property. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That means old school peasant stock is what it means. Okay. Uh, this doesn't break down. I don't know what you're... You seem super white. Are you uh, sort of Northern European, UK-ish? I get, um, I read as Canadian, but I'm, but I'm, um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm Irish. I'm, um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I yeah. love that you read as Canadian because that is a wonderful, uh, way of putting that. I read as vegan too. I'm not vegan. Oh yeah, yeah you do. Kind of. I get, I get I hear, a little bit of that. I got in your email last minute. My, my reading comprehension is super poor and I, and I just saw that that video was going to be a component. So I'm sorry. I'm freshly showered and, uh, I look. A little bit like uh, Trent Reznor right now. Right. You do look a little bit. Here's the thing is I have fluffy. not showered in uh, about a day and a half. So <laughs> people are getting, uh, but I have the filter on Zoom so that it it's it's so far to the right that it removes your nose. So uh, it corrects all sort of aging processes and everything. <laughs> it just gives you completely blank eyes. Yeah. White eyes. Yeah. That's good. I have this, you, you do read as this, and this was one of your dorkdoms. So let's start with it, which is puppetry. You read as a guy who likes puppets. <laughs> I, I like puppets. I'm not a made of stone over here. Um, You're reading me. Would you have read that uh, had I not included that in my interest? Uh, maybe. I would have said, if you've ever, if you, I would have recommended, if you said, I'm going to Minneapolis in early May, I would have said, go to the May Day Parade because they have <laughs> giant puppets that are in the parade. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> okay. do you like puppets? I God, I, I spend... 
I think I've spent most of my time at Joanne Fabrics in in my in my adult life. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I make what you need to know about me in general, Jackie, is that I, I uh, even when I say like the things that I'm like kind of. I guess my, my dorkdom, you could call it. Yeah. I'm I'm not an an authority figure on anything in the world. I know I know so very little. I'm I'm passionate about many of these things, but enthusiasm I, is what we're I, looking for. I'm in, I'm I'm so ignorant. I'm so, I'm just like painfully ignorant. But yeah, no, I I make a lot of you know in in my videos. I use a lot of I I I stopped kind of. Um, I need to. I did characters for a while and then okay. I, I mean, I still do, but like I kind of grew tired of that. And so I started needing to like, I started like sketching stuff and then being like, oh, I need to actually build this from raw materials and have this like create this kind of um, universe building type of uh, creature. And so I've been doing that for, um, I've been kind of obsessed with that for the last couple of years. So <laughs> yeah. you've been making your own characters, making right. puppets essentially. Yeah. And they're and pretty bad, but... Um, uh, you know what? Uh, I bet you that there's a first draft in puppet making as well. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the first, like, cause how do you, so you go to Joanne Fa Fabric and you're like, this is fuzzy. I want to make a fuzzy puppet. No, that's exactly what's right. That's exactly what I do. Like there's, there's all these, I spend a lot of time in the, um, I'll just roam the, 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 the aisles and see if there's something that looks at least like the base of a shape of something that I, yeah. and then I go to the fabric station and they they have like amazing faux furs and like, so you can make these like hideous little little fake dogs and things and like i made a fake super fruit once uh that, that i claimed was discovered in cleveland called the morton and i like i i bought <laughs> this like it's like styrofoam egg and i like put these little bubbles on it and and i took like you know three weeks making it but it was like i don't know it's really gratifying um sure it, especially could, in quarantine are you kidding me? I know. No, exactly. I know. That's exactly right. It's something that anything that like, that's why I want to get into stop motion because of anything to kind of fill the, fill oh, the moments. Right, yeah. right. That, that stop motion. Are you kidding me? Talk about a clock eater. Um, <laughs> that yeah. is something that will, that will take days upon days. What yeah. about, um, here's my question. You keep talking about videos. Have we buried the lead? Do you have a YouTube page or a Vimeo? Oh, I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. That's actually uh, uh, YouTube.com. Uh, uh, just search me on YouTube. I actually don't yeah, even yeah. know what I'll the... You know what? I'll find it and put it in the notes because are are you on the video showing people how you're making the puppets and stuff? No, no, no. I, I like to keep those as my filthy little secrets. I don't like to, <laughs> I don't like people ever know. This is the know. safest I... space in the world, my friend. You've socially <laughs> arrived. And... I like people not knowing. I love the not knowing of it all. You know? Oh, okay. So, yeah. um, I think it really comes down to Labyrinth. I think I just became obsessed with the movie Labyrinth. Uh, and I, I think that's kind of what did it for me. David Bowie. Oh, absolutely. There yeah. we go. That's, yeah. uh, Andy Ashcraft, my fella made yeah. me watch it. It is yeah. a spooky, weird little movie. <laughs> it is a weird yeah. little movie, that Labyrinth movie. Yeah. I think somebody's dorkdom. I think it was Virginia Jones's dorkdom was that movie. Yeah, I would hope so. I mean, it's 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 something. I mean, the do you have it on like toddler rotation in the background? It's ever? <laughs> do you ever do that? I I watch it like I don't even enjoy watching it, but I have to watch it. It's one of those things. <laughs> like, I, I it does that, does that make sense? It's like I'm obs I became obsessed with like why it exists and and um, how it exists and why? all that stuff. These are excellent. I don't even. I don't know how it got made. 
how did it get made? Someone, That's right. You're in a pitch meeting and you're like, David Bowie's willing to do it. And they're like, okay, we're in. Is that it? And supposedly, I guess my, one of my favorite parts of it is that um, David Bowie's manager was like supposedly looking for him for like six months and didn't know what he was doing. And then he like came back and he was like, hey, check this out. Look what I've done. And his manager was like, what have, why did you make, no, why did you do this? You, <laughs> you're a rock icon. Why did you do this? And he was like super upset about it. Yeah. Oh, and, and it turns out uh, wrong because that, is, that movie oh. is beloved. Oh, oh, it's so inspiring and so inspired. Yeah, yeah. What, what, um, I it's can't simply, remember. It's demasiado, as the Spanish would say. It's simply too much. That's, that's, that's why it's so good. Demasiado. It is too much. Uh, that is a great <laughs> word. Uh, what, so, if I remember correctly, it's about a little boy who goes into like a fantasy world and a little girl. Same idea. Same. You're so There's close. a child. Yeah, a child. Exactly. Exactly. And that's exactly right. And 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 that's all. Yeah. And she her her. Oh no no. You're right. Sorry. There's a baby boy who gets stolen snatched. by David Bowie. He gets that's snatched. That's right. That's and you're right. Absolutely. I'm so sorry. Absolutely right. And then Jennifer Connelly, the sister, has to go retrieve the boy. And oh, there's right. like musical numbers that David Bowie wrote. And there's like live chickens for some reason in a lot of the shots. Live it's chickens. Just, I don't. Oh, I love. Mixing animals with puppets is just one of the most satisfying things. (laughs) The way they look at each other. Oh, God. It's like, it's so messed up. It's got to be confusing for like the live animal to just come up to like a chicken puppet or another animal puppet going, I'm pretty sure there's a person inside there. There's a hand. I can smell the hand. Like Like that show that was, I've heard about, or maybe I dreamt that this existed about like, People wanted to like study tigers, so they would make like a tiger robot and have cameras in it and send it into the wild. <laughs> and I don't think it like worked very well. No, it, it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like a first of all great way to lose a robot. I think John uh, Lovitz voiced the tiger. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't. It just John didn't Lovitz. work. <laughs> you got Lovitz in there. Oh my god, you get Lovitz in there. Uh, yeah. The critics are the critics are not going to like it. I'm just going to no. tell you, the critics are going to be a little harsh on Lovitz. I was thinking about everything about like just someone just randomly deciding to write a, like a biography on John Lovitz or something, you know, like you could just do that. You could. Matter of fact, uh, someone start a separate Wikipedia page, just John Lovitz <laughs> too, where you could just, everyone could just add to it. And a lot of people don't know this about John Lovitz, but he was uh, raised in the Appalachians in the uh, 1912s. And he, uh, I think I heard that. He was, he, a, he was a longshoreman for at least 50 years. I he, got, he initially got work, I think, with WPA. It was uh, <laughs> yeah. they were like, "Well, we're trying to help the fishing community, so we're going to put John Lovettson on this." And he was a rascal when he was—he was always stealing daffodils as a boy. That'd be really <laughs> fun, just to like write a biography, knowing nothing about like Jack Nicholson, just like writing it. Oh my gosh, it. this sounds like something that I would do without any sort of <laughs> irony, where I would be like, "What? No, what do I know?" Because uh, I think this happened. I don't. What, no one told me, but I imagine. This is the second episode, I think, in a row that uh, David Bowie has come up, and um, that's good. And I've always, I've, I've consistently mixed him up with the guy who did White Wedding, and <gasps> oh, um, oh, uh, uh, Idol, yeah, right? Billy Idol, Billy Idol. Who, last yeah. episode, I couldn't remember his name, and just now, I couldn't remember his name, but I did remember White Wedding, which triggered your memory. Which it is, took me uh, about twenty minutes to remember it, though. It took that was a, a yeah, while. It took, it took a heart. It took. And here's the thing about podcasts: is that every second counts. 
and there's no <laughs> it, we couldn't we couldn't make it but i do i'd like every second like, is par, is it tantamount or paramount what's, what's the word it's tantamount is i like tan, tantamount. Is, tan, is tantamount a word I, I love tantamount it's tantamount to to subs it, it's uh which is a parallel to something right it's tantamount to saying i hate you that's right or it's uh it's a parallel to saying we will marry one day (laughs) or what i mean i don't know uh but here's what i want to know about labyrinth so there are puppets though because there's live chickens it's mostly puppets and david bowie having to lock eyes with puppets and and talk with them oh yeah i'm afraid so he he, so he rules over like maybe 40 goblins and he just is like he's just kind of bored in a castle and he just kind of just um looks at looks at the clock and just is that why he stole the baby because he was bored i feel like that is why demons steal babies boredom yeah i mean what else boredom and lonely lonely and they're just like i just have my minions maybe this thing will be different uh, right. I mean, I guess I guess it's one of those things that is a lot more nefarious in like a post 9-11 world if you actually like try to <laughs> try to dissect it. But like, I don't I think there is a reason that he steals the baby. Um, I, 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 you know, I'm so bad at plot. I don't really ever. I'm more about like. No, if I remember correctly, there's not vibe. a lot of plot there. It's essentially <laughs> no. adventures and babysitting uh, taking place in Narnia. As yeah, that's I, right. And, and there's one scene that I watch over and over again um, that was shot on green screen, uh, and it's called uh, the song is called "Chili Down." And David Bowie wrote all of the music, uh, all of the actual songs for it. Okay. And "Chili Down" is like these, it's like these marauding, furry beasts, and they and they switch heads, and they like throw, they like switch body parts. They're kind of like Arizona swingers, kind of is the vibe. <laughs> and they and they come across, and Jennifer Connelly <laughs> kind of approaches them in the woods. And like, they try to get her involved in the gang and like the, it's like a, like a hot springs. It's like the people you would encounter at a hot springs, right? <laughs> On vacation that want to talk to you. And it's Bowl too much. of keys. Welcome yeah, exactly. to Bowl exactly. of keys. <laughs> and it's, um, it's amazing. And they sing this incredible song, like one of the best songs I've, I've ever, it has no business being that good. It's just like, it's just such an embarrassment of riches, the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you i wish i named these shows because we would call it an embarrassment of riches <laughs> and um the so and, and the so they're switching parts via puppetry like are they puppet parts it, 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 i guess the making of it wasn't even actually it wasn't green screen it was black screen and they had uh, this velvet black that they had to use to shoot because it was so and they and the, they had dancers um that were they're wearing the different puppet parts uh, all dressed in black with obviously their faces obscured and they are they're they're kind of dancing it looks really bad it looks okay. terrible it oh. looks like like a um almost like a tim and eric sketch now but like the way that they um yeah, they like they like manipulate like their their pelvic girdles will come off and switch, and it's just like it's magical. It's it, it's really really haunting, and it, and it really fucked up a lot of kids. Like people, like I guess were very very disturbed by it. It's interesting. Do you know? Do you remember what year Labyrinth came out? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Probably uh, probably late eighties. Okay, I would, I would think. So in for the duration. So um, I'm not I'm not above actually googling it. So okay, um, good. Okay, good. Um. Let's, let's guess. Let's guess. Let's talk guess. amongst I, yourselves, Rangers of the Dark Forest. Think, <laughs> you can have your audience fill the space. That's, br- <laughs> that's brilliant. I bet it's eighty four or eighty seven. See, and that is interesting because that is those nineteen eighty six, right Damn there it. in the middle, hot Damn spot, it. sweet spot. 
The median. June 27th, 1986. So I guess it's a cancer, you guys. Or I have no idea, actually. Uh, but um, <laughs> that's, that's the year of the Pekingese, I think. Is that, that was, yeah. 1987. That was a year that I was going to so many movies, and that really? was not one of them. Uh, yeah, that was a big year for what, movies. What movies? For what movies did you... In the eighties, I would have I would have seen, and I was seeing some real weirdo Magoo movies. Man, I was seeing. Mm. Uh, I I remember Repo Man. I remember uh, uh, that movie, The Shogun of Harlem. Show Nuff was in The Last Dragon. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen The Last Dragon? No, no. Oh my I God! It's it's outstandingly terribly wonderful. It is about uh, a black his uh, a, a black uh, kung fu fighter named Bruce Leroy. Okay. So it it, it mocks black exploitation uh, films, right. and right. it is a delight. Yeah. Uh, the uh, I think Vanity is in it. Veracity? That can't be your name. Why? Why isn't there a dance singer named Veracity <laughs> instead well, of Vanity? Anyway. Which which uh, which uh, which dancer are you talking about? Uh, uh, I believe that it was Vanity. And Vanity. Uh, again, talk amongst yourselves. This was what? the year. This was the year I was born. Eighty seven. Oh, 1986, You were born in eighty seven. I'm an 87. Because it was yeah. June 27, 1986, I believe, is what. Okay, I wasn't around. Just quite uh, <laughs> you were a twinkle. You were a twinkle. I was, yes, I was a concept. Um, uh, the Last Dragon came out the same year as Repo Man because I insisted, I told my friends to go see Repo Man and it was a hit. And mm. I was like, they're like, Jackie's an amazing, she could pick these indie films. This is so great. The next one I picked was The Last Dragon. Nobody, uh-huh. nobody happy. Nobody oh. happy with me. <laughs> it was so bad. And also, uh, you were the you were the you were the scout. You were the movie scout in your group. People would say, "Jackie, for what are we twelve see? seconds, I had a glorious mm. moment because I picked Repo Man." Oh, that's and all. That's yeah. that's your only. Okay, I see. Yeah, uh, nineteen eighty five is when the Last Dragon came out, mm. and Repo My Man was born that year. Yeah. Oh, there okay. you go. There you go. Yeah. And um, and there was this other one called. Uh, it was uh, it was a time. It was it was it was not Time Bandits. Time Bandits was very respectable indie movie. Remember okay. Time Bandits? No, but it sounds like what I'm imagining is is the concept of clock stoppers with uh, uh, or or that or that Adam Sandler movie is what it sounds like. Whenever I hear time in a film name, I imagine it's someone stopping time. And the- well, uh, Time Bandits is a Terry Gilliam movie. Oh. Right, so he's got all kinds of weirdo cred, uh, yeah. except for I think he just said that uh, he doesn't enjoy uh, someone who doesn't have anything to do with him. Like I think he made a bad. He wait, decided. Wait, wait, wait. To, what do you mean? I think he doubled down on some sort of gender or sexuality thing. Oh. Was that him? And where you're just no, like, oh, no, really? Shh. Hey, old guy. Shh. No, I think that was. They're I good. think that was probably John Cleese. John Cleese every day says something comes where out. He's doubled down. Some, where he's just like. Where he like uh, doesn't believe asked. bisexuality exists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Nobody asked John. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. John. You're good. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> if you're trying to get laid, that's the only person you should care about their sexuality. That's it. It's just the, the person that you're asking if they'll squish with you. Uh, Terry, Terry Gilliam, man, how can you be a surrealist and have any issues with? And he may not. He may not. Progress. This is this is this is a classic. I think we should probably cancel him anyway. I you want to just cancel him right here? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you something. Because here, the movies like Labyrinth and Time Bandits, they are super weird, and mm-hmm. people love them. And I am mm-hmm. entirely always confused. I don't know if I am just. I mean, I'm a whole person. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, uh, but I sometimes get super yeah. lat- literal. 
And I kind of like a like being mm-hmm. John Malkovich. Beautifully done. So oh, such I just a great... saw that for the first time. I had never seen that before until like a, like a month ago I watched it. It's so good. It, it's so funny. I feel like if you were going to give someone a basket of DVDs, if that, if that was still happening. <laughs> I'm doing that. Labyrinth, Time Bandits, and um, Being John Malkovich would be great. Yeah. And that weird Mulholland Drive movie. Oh, <laughs> so. I, I, my fa- I watch one 30 second clip of Mulholland Drive over and over again. And it's when the witch comes out from behind the dumpster in the diner. Like the, Was that in the last 45 minutes? Because that's when I left. I missed, I missed <laughs> no, the end of that movie. It's, it's, it's immediate. It's almost, it's like within the first like 10 minutes and it's so haunting and it has no business being in there. Yeah. I think it's cause I saw Rumblefish back in the early eighties as well. Remember Ooh, like Rumblefish? The, no, I like the sound of that. Rumblefish. Well, it's, it's based on, on the book. The guy, the, the guy who wrote, uh, that was then, this is now and the outsiders. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, I like that. I went first to that was then, this is now. That's so funny. Um, but the the Rumblefish movie was uh, was with Matt Dillon and Nicolas Cage and Lawrence Fishburne actually, wow, and Chris Penn and Mickey Rourke. I remember it being with Mickey Rourke because it was by Coppola. Coppola that's directed a, Rumblefish. So that's a lot of siblings of famous people in that. Well, uh, Chris Penn, yeah, Chris uh, well, Chris Penn, and isn't Matt Dillon someone's sibling? No, no, Matt Dillon's, I think he's the, he's the, he's the famous sibling. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but Mickey Rourke was the, was the, was the lead and Coppola, it was shot in black and white, except, Ooh, wait okay. for it, the goldfish. Except for Matt Dillon. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, good guess. <laughs> uh, because the goldfish are who you're supposed to relate to. Ooh, that's nice. And so it's deep, right? It's real deep. Uh, but I had a, I had a whole, t- I had a whole, uh, feeling when I said, when I was watching Rumblefish, that Coppola was sitting next to me, just hitting me on the arm going, am I weird? Do you get it? And uh, how, look how weird I am. And that's what I had with a Mulholland uh, Drive as well. Totally, sometimes. totally. It's, it's, I mean, I went to uh, school for college for theater and, oh, and I, I became very disillusioned. I became very upset with, with how abstract well, you, theater can, can get. Because you can hide behind abstraction. And if it's like, oh, if the audience doesn't get it, then like, Who's to say it's good or bad? And that's like a really. Right. It's a great defense. It's a, you could justify oh. yourself all the way to the bank or uh, not the bank if, the uh, bank, if, if nobody's into it. Right. But, uh, but I will say that, that I want, I want to like these weird movies, you know, like labyrinth, like I see what they're doing. It's yeah. sort of like horror or scary movies. Oh, 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 you love I. Them? Oh my God, Jackie, I'm... That's right, that too was I, on here. I am a... I, I think it's like for me, because I have a lot of anxiety, it's like, I think that it's it's like watching a horror movie is like taking my anxiety to the dog park is kind of what it's like, you know? It's like, oh. gi- it's like giving it something to do while I can kind of <laughs> take, take a little seat, you know? That is, uh, that is epic analysis of horror movies because you're taking it out for a walk, you're, you're letting it out. And you're, and you're, you're bleeding it, it off, kind of. It's, if it's not, if there's something to focus, something kind of um, imaginary or whatever, a scenario, a very clear, linear scenario to freak out about that you're that is not you're not a part of. You you're yeah you're. It's like if bringing it to daycare, and then you can kind of <laughs> take a take a little breather. It's so nice. I think that's why I like them at least. 
Oh, that is fascinating. I don't Even know. This, I can't handle yeah. them. I freak out though. I do. I have, I, I if I ever watch you scream, one, I scream at night. I have night terrors afterwards. I, it's, it's my Irish Catholic thing. I, and we let it all out. And, and oh, in cause I, I, I can't watch anything tense uh, at mm-hmm. nighttime and I can't read any, anything tense at nighttime. I got to read, no. I got to watch something light. Even if it's a murder mystery, it has to be a, <laughs> like a monk. It has to be like that. It has to be so sort of, yes. Oh, was killed. You need yeah. Shalhoub <laughs> slipping on a banana peel. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get that. Yeah. I, I cannot afford to do it, but I do it. And, um, and uh, that may just be a destructive thing, but I, oh God. Do I, do you, you like them during the day? Horror movies? I can't do horror movies actually at all, but at I can all. do some things that are slightly more tense during uh, the day. The okay. only thing that I can, I can sometimes read horror comic books. Oh, there and you go. I don't know why. I can't read horror fiction because the prose, my, my brain makes it too real. Yeah. And I can't watch movies because it looks super real. Uh, but for some totally. reason, totally. graphic uh, graphic novels, uh, you, I, could, I could read lock and key. Sometimes and, as things get more like, like, um, literal, I guess, you know, like, like, um, like with, when I, when I read The Shining, for example, I'm, it's so realistic. I'm like, certainly Stephen King has imagined murdering his entire family if he's writing this and has <laughs> fantasized right, about this. Right. It's hard Not to, just once either. It's like, it's like people, I, I always had such a freaky thing with Marilyn Manson and people were like, you're closed minded. It's just an act. It's just art. And then like you find out like, no, he's just a very bad man. And that's like, it's hard. I don't really know the, the distinction anymore. Right. It is, it is hard when you think about someone who has created this, this world and you're like, oh, do you want that? Is that something you're into? (laughs) Right, right. 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 I was discussing something like ethics and video games with with my husband, who's a game designer, and um, cool. And he was talking about the bad depiction of of you know, th- there's like in Grand Theft Auto, uh, just a real basic thing is that they create Grand Theft Auto. Uh, you can beat people up and right. rape them and and do all kinds of horrible things. Can you actually do that? I think so. And then the, and then there's a, a bunch of video games where you can do even worse stuff. That's just out there, like in Linux world, right? Where it's just freeform. Oh, and he was and he was talking about um because there's two different philosophies about that. And and that could be true with the horror movies too, is that mm-hmm. does it bleed off the need to do that? Right. Or right, right. does it does it Inspire. feed yeah. feed to it and and sort of um not justify it, but but make it normalize it. Right? Oh God. And get this. Psychiatrists haven't decided. It turns out it could have it could go either way. And everybody, what are they, what are they making the call today? Are uh, we gonna get yeah, exactly. tonight, seven p.m. <laughs> Time.is, you guys. Time.is. There's a giant digital clock there. <laughs> and we're three hours away. I that is that is I I missed um I missed the whole gaming world since uh, Nintendo sixty four and just okay. how you how, checked out. I checked out and and revisiting it just like through watching it like uh, in very small amounts like it's like how like you need to have like like your character needs like health insurance now you gotta like you gotta do you gotta take them to the get blood panels done there, and everything there's there's simpler there's I don't know if you remember the Candy Crush uh, 
uh, essentially craze of four years ago or whatever it was. I remember because I was in a social security office um, uh, with a man that I was uh, a caretaker for for a little while. And uh, one morning there was a woman, it was silent in the office, and there was a woman on her phone playing uh, with her phone up full. It almost was like a Dolby surround system. It was, I don't know how <laughs> she was amplifying it so much, but like every two seconds, it was totally silent. And every two seconds, it would, her phone would just say, Juicy. Every like... <laughs> For, for maybe 30 minutes. A juicy. I have never understood why people have the audio on at all. I have a switch no. and I'm playing Animal Crossing. Not that much. Two, three hours a day. And uh, so <laughs> I'm also playing a phone game, which is like Candy Crush, which is yeah. just a, and all that is, is a match three. It's just a match three bejeweled kind of situation, right? Where what, you what match three. Mean? Match and three? Where you, where it's a puzzle where you're matching three colors of whatever thing. Right in Candy Crush, it's three yellow bananas. Oh, oh so it's like a slot um, machine. You need to yeah. have like oh, yeah, oh okay, yeah. it's, okay, it's, okay, it's, okay. It's it's a little bit like that, and and so all I know is gambling. I'm just I all that's all. Oh, I know. interesting. <laughs> no, 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 and I don't. I don't. Uh, <laughs> but there's no there's no need for the the for the music. I it's mm. and and this of course makes me a monster in general because I don't listen to a lot of music regularly. Like uh the, right. the music We were talking I about li- this briefly before yeah. before we started recording. This because is Because another one of your dorkdoms is Wait for it, Rangers, Stevie Nicks, who I yes. just learned was in Fleetwood Mac. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> my you know my pa- my parents um uh, they we're the same age. They had, no, no. Of course, of course, you're not. I'm sorry, but my my parents. <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, I was actually born to be everyone's parent. <laughs> I'm, I've been your parent since I was fourteen. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not at all what I'm saying. But they, that just reminded me they, no, no. they 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 did not know who Queen was recently. I was talking. I, I guess they were busy raising me, but they they didn't. The I think they they checked out. And my dad's only ever liked two songs that I've played for him. Uh, <laughs> he's only ever commented on, and he doesn't. They don't listen to music. I mean, my mom used to blast. What? Phantom of the Opera, like around the clock. But aside okay, from okay, so when I was she young, likes musicals. Um, yeah, but not not what since ab- then. What about what are the what are these two songs? Let's get into this. Chris okay. Fleming, by the way, it's uh, Chris Fleming Fleming on Instagram and Chris Fluming on uh, on on Twitter, and that's wow. how you will find out about his live stream show on Zoom for March twenty third, called Through the Baleen. Anyway, you, you are the most professional podcast host I've ever. Uh, I, no one has ever promoted me, uh, done what I've actually set out to do on any podcast except for you. You're like, it's, well, like, a, it's like a morning radio spot. You know that you're doing. Mar- Mar- Meryl Marco uh, was on the show and she used to be the head writer of uh, Letterman and she's written a lot of books and she's a wonderful person and yeah. hilarious, high yeah. hilarious. And she said that when she came over to the house to do the podcast, I was the only one who offered her a beverage. Wow, I was like, podcast. what's happening? Like not yeah. even a glass of water? Because I have I have a tiny amount of craft services when people come to the house. Just a just selection <laughs> of sodas, maybe a beer if you were to enjoy That's, an adult beverage. That could be a um a some chocolate, thing. some cashews. Because yes. any male I don't think men are very um hospitable. Well, they're not really people. raised. <laughs> it can happen. It can happen where where they're because uh, my husband incredibly thoughtful and and very very good host. Same with and, me. I was raised to be a hostess above all else. I was yes. uh, that's the that's my only true skill is being a hostess. But it's but it's a but it's a rarity I think. And and I've never seen it in podcast uh, hosts uh, oh. at least at least with well um, with men. Get so. on it, people. If you're, I I wrote a thing for my podcast for for my 
blog when I had a, and I still, it's still there, you guys, uh, you guys, Tumblr, but, uh, and it's how to have a podcast. And one of the things was feel free to offer somebody something They're They're taking time out of their life to create content. It's sort of like the chain of we're all working Mm. sort of for free. Like you're coming on here and I'm going to give you, yeah, Yeah. you'll get a Ranger t-shirt and a couple of bucks for lunch, but nothing, nothing crazy. Like and then we put this out for free and I could do a Patreon where people could donate, but, and people do, but I have a donate button on my website and people mm-hmm. do donate monthly. And that's very sweet. Mm-hmm. And then some people just give me, you know, like a hundred bucks a year, live it up. And then other people don't <laughs> like have a hundred bucks. Like, yeah. like an aunt or uncle just sending right. you. Yeah. Please feel free to, uh, every card you send me, there has to at least be a five spot in it, please. <laughs> and, uh, I, even if it's from. Even if it's from like a friend, a birthday card, I want there to be a dollar in it. No, it's so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just I when it falls out, oh, what are you, nuts? It's so nice. Oh, the way it drops. Oh, yeah, it's fun. So who is Stevie Nicks? And why <laughs> do you like her? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I'm one of the freaks that uh, prefers her solo career to Fleetwood Mac. I'm not a real oh, big... Oh, interesting. I'm, I'm not like a... I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to... I'm not going to kick Fleetwood Mac out of bed, you know, but like I, when it starts playing, I'm not going to turn it off. For eating like, crackers, right, cracker? Anyway, that's the end of that joke. I can't not do the end of that fucking joke. Anyway, go ahead. It's like, yeah, Fleetwood Mac, it's kind of like, it's like, um, whatever. But yeah, no, Stevie, um, I, oh my God. I mean, it just, there, she has, she, so she's like a very, um, she has this great mixture of of dark and light. Like she is rather gothic, I know uh, by by nature. Like very okay. uh, kind of witchy. Um, oh, but her essence is so vibrant that you, that's not like the. There's like nothing spooky. There's about no it. death. There's it's no good, death there. It's life no. affirming. Well, there's like there's like mourning of the former self, which is something I love. Uh, she she's constantly. Um, what does I'm, that mean? Unless I'm misunderstanding her her lyrics, and again, I have really piss poor listening comprehension, but I, I she's often like she has a whole song about it about kind of um, saying goodbye to her her you know her youth the, the last that, that version of herself and okay and being at peace with that and the way I just, she has such grace with singing about you know love lost or like even about if like her friend has taken her lover she has a song about like. Oh, it's okay. Like we'll, you know, we'll make it through this. It's, I mean, a landslide, obviously, and there's just so many. Um, she's just such a a graceful, visionary person. Who, I mean, edge of seventeen. I just, I just adore her. And uh, edge of seventeen is the name of the. That's one of that's, her songs. And that's a great name because it oh, really, yeah. ev- it's evocative of. What what the hell she's talking about? I mean, you can tell kind of just by that title that you're like. Tell me more. Oh, yeah. 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 She, I remember um, that, sort of, right? She, yeah, I think that one was about John Lennon as a, after he died. She, like, I guess she was a huge fan of John Lennon. Um, she has some great stories about Prince. She, like Prince, like while she was on her honeymoon, I guess, she, she um, was like driving to Santa Barbara with her husband and Little Red Corvette came on, which is a Prince song. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I love this song. I want to like like pull over i want to like get prince to help me make a song like this on her honeymoon and i guess like the the legend is that prince may have like helped her record 
like um oh stand back my, my favorite steven nick song he'd like i guess came in the night and just like played the synth laid the synth track down in like a la quinta or something and then just like <laughs> <laughs> hit the road and she has this incredible and she talks about it in concert when i saw her at the forum a couple of years back and she's just that's oh, so cool she's just so sexy she's just like the, the absolute sexiest person she it so it feels I have to look up um more of because here's the thing. So when I was first introduced to Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks as people and as a band and as a thing that I should look into, yeah. uh there was a I believe my guest, whose name is escaping me. That's okay. Because uh, I tend to remember dorkdoms and not. We've had six hundred and thirteen. So. Right. There's a lot of episodes happening. And so the uh the the but I think that um, don't forget the two hundred uh, that are in the uh, in the vault, you guys. Eight hundred, eight hundred thirteen. And but the because what I ask people who talk specifically about a certain singer or band is to make me an eight song Spotify list. Oh, that's brilliant! I could do that for you. That's yeah. I would, maybe I would it'll totally be eight different songs because I have yeah. to tell you, she did do it, and I listened to it and I was like, oh yeah, I know most of these. But yeah, yeah do one of her solo work. Or, or even the ones that she wrote. I mean, the ones that she, uh, the Fleetwood Mac hits that are like are particularly sexy. That that's that's or like she's just got this like desperation. It's just oh my god. I vaguely remember that episode now, and the things that I know. Here's what I know about Stevie Nicks. First of mm -hmm. all, her name is neither Fleetwood nor Mac. Uh, <laughs> no. She is. Uh, she was. It was two couples that made up Fleetwood Mac. Correct. She was with Lindsey Buckingham I, in the beginning of its uh, of, of Fleetwood Mac's genesis. I don't know all the fleet. I'm not a Fleetwood well, Mac. Well, and then freak. there was a lot of sexy times that happened between different parts of those people. I think every permutation that could yeah could have happened happened. I think right, right. Because it was the 70s, man, yeah. or the 80s, or I don't know. Everyone was in there. Whatever anybody says that, I was like, was everyone in their 20s? Because I remember my <laughs> 20s, and I was like, what do you want to do? All right. And uh, <laughs> can we use a condom? That was my that was my only question. <laughs> so <laughs> That's good. That's, that's great. It, 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 and we lived, you guys. Uh, and I lived to tell the story. So... Um, but so that, yeah, I would love actually a Spotify uh, lineup of such a thing, Chris Fleming. That would be kind of neat. Yeah, I would love to do that. I mean, a little mixtape. Um, yeah, that would be. Also, isn't it what you just said reminded me like, isn't aren't the people that like write so much about like how this like about free love and stuff? Aren't those the people that weren't even involved in free love? Like, isn't that kind of the whole like peeking through the blinds type of a thing? Possibly. There's always, you know, the thing about threesomes that's always the one that i was in was incredibly oh, wow. just kind of awkward you're right it just feels like somebody's not getting some first yeah, of all because right. you can only do so much in a, too in much a mental situation. math yeah so and 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 i think that there's there's always a feeling of left outedness yeah. in orgies that <laughs> and if you're all drugged up or drunk yeah. You're going to be sloppy crying in a corner at some point about it. <laughs> right. And it just feels, it actually feels vaguely pathetic. Now, I, polyamory I, Oh, that's sounds, different. That's different. That right. feels like there's intent mm -hmm. and everyone is concerned about everyone having a good time. I used to do a joke about how I couldn't have sex with a lot of people because I do want everyone to have a good time. And I'd be like, 
you need anything back there? <laughs> and uh, so this sort of imagery. And uh, but the, I, I canceled on a on a foursome last minute. That was that at last around, minute. <laughs> it was I pulled the plug and I said no, no. It was like four a.m. Got the call. I said, guys, we're not guys. we're not doing this. We're not, this is going to change everything. This cannot <laughs> happen. Right, right. I remember once, I, I remember trying to have a threesome, a foursome with somebody, and it just kind of petered out, where we just, we started it, and then everybody just kind of passed out. Went there separate. Oh, 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 I see. I see. Well, I think what we, had, what we had done in Minneapolis, in every, in every, in, in small, in, na- in neighborhoods in Minneapolis in the summer, there are waiting pools uh, in all the parks, just little oh, little oh, fountainy waiting pools. I thought you were talking like in terms that was like a sex term, waiting pools. Okay, oh, I see. No, no, I, actually, I see it's a it's a way to stop riots. I see. And so uh, the uh, so we the four of us super drunk, of course, we go uh, super high. We go, we wade, we we splash in the pool. We come back, and then we're like, ew, we're covered in. The germs of our neighborhood. Uh, let's all take a <laughs> shower. So the four of us get into the shower. And yeah, at this yeah. would have been the time when it would have happened. Right. And then we all just got out and put our pajamas on. Yeah. So uh, there was we one were night, all nude at one point, though, together. Was that something? Is that's, that that's, I, I think you can, you can definitely, yeah, you can, uh, on the I'm census. That counts. You can that count counts that. counts as something weird. There was one night where um, a while back there was... Um, a bunch of men and women, we were at some, uh, it was like a crazy night by a pool. And my, and my friend that was very, very inebriated, my, my male friend. And he, um, I don't know if you see my full body, but I am rather feminine. And he, he was very excited the next day. He was like, guys, I, last night, I think I took a shower with Sheila. And no, that was like, he and I actually showered together. That was, <laughs> that, was that was us. That was us. Yeah, so, yeah, but, yeah. And was it nice? It was, yeah, it was great. It was, it was an outdoor shower. <laughs> outdoor. That's the best. Indoor showering with, a, with another person. You're just like, somebody's cold. See, oh, the totally, thing is, is totally, totally. possibly the most least romantic person I know. I try so hard with my husband. He is such a good sport. I get uh, complaints about that. I get, I get the complaint that I'm not. Um, particularly romantic? Romantic, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I've been uh, it hasn't worked out yet, but I've been working on a bit called affection plagiarism, which is okay. Tell me, tell me, because it's essentially it's when Andy will do something. I'll be like, note to self. I liked that. You do it back. I should use that (laughs) and uh, as a as something to do. And then, you know, in the end. He doesn't care that I plagiarized it from him because he is receiving something nice. And I have possibly learned how to be a human being somewhere in the midst of all that. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, it does. It does definitely, um, you know, it is a conflict of IP, of course. But like, (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Uh, He will see me in court. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Good. (laughs) Good. And I hope you get your just desserts for this. Bio chicka bow bow. That would be my just desserts. Is, uh, we're we to make sweet, sweet love. And uh, <laughs> uh, I say, 
Uh, no, it would be weird to go back to puppetry now. Uh, but the uh, <laughs> actually, I can't yes. go to. It, it's always at like minute fifty-eight that I find out that there is something that we could have been talking about for the last fifty-eight minutes. But you did give me a very nice list of things that you'd love to do and you love to talk about, and that's been kind of nice. It's been really great talking to you, Chris Fleming. But I don't. Oh yeah, this has been. I feel lovely. like I've done more talking. This is a classic instance of the Dork Forest where I'm like. God, I want this guy to like me. I should talk a lot. You're doing so, fantastic. Are you kidding me? I, we're friends I have, now. I, have I don't been, think. Yeah, I've been completely, completely tickled by this. This has been so and fun. I have been entertained myself. So, Rangers, <laughs> I hope you guys are having a good time because uh, Chris and I are having uh, an you're, excellent time. You're doing, you're doing the heavy lifting. So maybe, in fact, all you need is like a parakeet, like a little mirror and some beads. You know what I mean? Like that, because you're the one. I'm not really. You, you are being. Far more sparkling than I in this. You are well, bringing. You bring. You are bringing anecdotes. You are bringing charm. You are no. bringing wisdom. <laughs> well, and I'm just. I'm just rambling a little bit about things I. I don't. I, I, I have a really hard time. I try to always ask. Que- if I'm asked a question, I try to then ask a question so I don't have to answer it. Um, ah. I just started therapy like for the first time. I read that Bruce Springsteen didn't do therapy till he was 35. So I, I'm not even that big of a Bruce Springsteen fan. I don't know why I decided this, but I was like, I'm not going to do it till 35. But I just started a year early. And I like, I thought that all I had to do was try to understand other people. I never really understood that <laughs> I had to also understand myself. Right. And so that is a very terrifying thing, new thing <laughs> for me. Uh, right. To try well, to I answer think- questions, uh, speak I'm openly. Yes, yeah. I, I'm glad that Bruce Springsteen was your sort of springboard <laughs> to that, even though you didn't, you're not even a huge, like, I mean, I'm sure you're a, a normal fan of Bruce Springsteen, but nothing. Well, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm very tolerant. Sure. Open, open to it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. How is therapy? Is it, is it treating you right? No, uh, it's not. I mean, like, it's... Pain it's, in the ass. What's really That's annoying true. is, like, I was doing great. Like, I think that, like, if you do enough years of not, of not therapy, I think that that can... You can have, make, make things work in a way that is, like... Sure, you, kind of, you come up with skills. Yes, you have skills, exactly. And then it's, like, closer to enlightenment than when you first start doing it. So I'm, like, in kindergarten right now. I feel like I've uh, um, become very, very dumb <laughs> oh well here's the weird thing uh so maria the way maria suggests uh bamford for my, yeah. one of my best friends uh course, suggests yeah. picking a therapist is that you call various therapists you listen to their answering machines and if you like their voices you leave a message wow because she's like because if you don't like her their voice uh she's like you will have a visceral reaction then when you talk to them you know he, sort of hear what they're saying of course but also sort of listen to to how to how it feels when they're talking to you. Isn't it wild how like we try so hard to be like above just like like it just comes down to whose smell you like. Who, right. Like what what's all these senses. It's we're yeah, it's it's embarrassing to be that simple, but yeah. Well, That's and, really and, the, cool. and the crazy thing about uh, the, uh therapy is that like I I went through therapy back I think I think it must have been 3 or 4 years of it uh and I was probably in my late 30s. And, um, what would I have been? Yes, I would have been in my late thirties and, uh, and it was three or four years. And, um, 
I decided that that I was going to try to be as honest as possible. And she was, you know, right from the get go, she was like, you seem to drink a lot, Jackie. Have you thought about not drinking? And I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. That's one of my coping skills. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, Okay, well then, ninety dollars, and then uh, <laughs> so, how do you how do you get the bird's eye view without drinking? You know, it's like it's so well, crucial. And, well, and then she was, but I she was like, so what we'll do is we'll we'll go through this stuff, and 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 if you're willing to do the work, we should be able to process a lot of this stuff. She's like, don't try to make me laugh. I'm not. You're paying me. Remember, I'm not paying you. Isn't that embarrassing when they're like, I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Drop, drop. It's like, what am I besides that then? Uh, right. Well, that's the whole thing, right? You have to find out what you are. I don't want to know. You know what you are? You're you're a child of the universe, my friend, and yeah. uh, and the universe supports you, and you are loved. So that's good. There's absolutely a nothing. Neighbor, a neighbor to the moon. <laughs> a neighbor to the moon. <laughs> have you watched? Okay, now completely off course. Have you watched a show on HBO Max called Ghosts? Oh, but I like the sound of it. It is a sitcom. It is 30 minutes. It is uh-huh. adorable. And there uh-huh. are only two seasons. And it is British. And they're a couple inherits like this mansion in the middle of uh, England. Yeah. And it is haunted. It has been since cave days. <laughs> okay. And so the five characters or whatever, six ghosts that are living there. One yeah. is a caveman. Oh, uh, yeah. One is uh, an MP from the 80s, a member of parliament. Okay. Uh, there's Lady Button, the woman, the lady of the manor who owned it back in the 1700s or 1800s. Lady, lady Button. There's like a that. Regency uh, poet. Like there's all these different characters. And the uh, the caveman was there before the mansion. And so he worships <laughs> the moon and he calls it <laughs> Muna. Muna. And it is actually incredibly moving whenever he talks about the fucking moon in the, the moon sitcom is the moon is the best the moon, the moon is the bomb man i am i i do this part of my therapy that i have a grounding exercise every night where i have to kind of commune with the moon and and look at try to find a tree that's moving a little bit that is like what i find because that stemmed from one night when i uh, one morning that i was i had been overserved by myself margaritas in new york and then mm-hmm. the next morning i was very hungover and the only thing i'm kind of a, from a very rural place so the only thing that brought me physically like regulated my nervous system was watching like a, like leaves in a tree you know right. and that so i have to do something with the moon and watching these trees and it's like oh god it's the best the moon is great i'll tell you what else is really great the wind Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. minute, we're at minute 58 we could have talked about things like the moon and the wind you know for what else? 58 minutes fog oh wow fog really yeah, what, do you, what do you think about fog i love fog how about this mm-hmm. L- lightning <laughs> i like thunder lightning and rain you know people never believe me about this mm-hmm. but i promise you this is true my cousin she can back me up and she's a harvard educated woman she's not a charlatan like like hardest me. to get in easy to get through Go. <laughs> yeah yeah <That's- laughs> it's just a college once you that, get in you guys you're doing makes, great that makes sense that makes so much sense i um but anyway when we were really anyway, young yeah um we we were uh the bunk beds four of us uh the two eldest uh asleep me and the, my my other the youngest we're still awake because we're kind of mischief makers. Lightning storm, screen window, Cape Cod. A ball of of light comes in the in through the screen. Right. 
one and just I, I say, are you seeing this? Yes, I'm seeing this. And then it goes wow. through the room, right over her, out <gasps> through the other screen, all lightning. And then we researched this. It's like a thing, I guess. Like <gasps> I, after the advent of the internet, we started looking up like, and, and ball lightning is a, it's a form of lightning wow. where it's just like a little orb that just like shows up and hangs out and runs errands and stuff. <laughs> That is, I have never seen that, but there's something about thunder and rain and sitting on my porch in Wisconsin mm. in the mm. dark and just listening to it and going, all right, I can sleep now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's, I think that's why those, those, those noise machines will often have rain and thunder yeah. is because we have those memories from childhood, you and know? And stampedes. And stampedes. And then all of a sudden, horses. Uh, <laughs> and battle. Revolutionary. I, my, my white noise is just a revolutionary reenactment. Oh yeah. It's like, you're just like Washington. Paddle harder. Yeah. <laughs> and we got to get over this river. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Or just a man's, um, a man stuck in a cellar. That's another one. That's another <laughs> It's another option. And we're back to horror movies, you guys. Uh, <laughs> Chris Fleming, it has been an hour. Oh, This okay. has been so much fun. This has been it's, a blast. It's been so great getting to know you. Uh, I am uh, I am sorry, but guess what? I bet you I could watch your live stream doing stand-up comedy on Zoom on yes. March 23rd. Yes. And you've named that show Through the Baleen. Yes. Do you like that? Yes. So go to Chris Fleming Fleming on Instagram or Chris Fluming on Twitter. Thank you so much, Jackie, for having me. This has been You're so welcome. fun. Thank you. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?